Hey, it's Krista. Just want to let you know that we recorded this episode just after regional, so it's it was a little while ago. I had some technology issues that made editing a little challenging, but happy to be bringing you this episode now, and thanks so much for your patience. Enjoy. I guess maybe my future gym dog teams, I feel like they're just going to continue to grow, and I'm so excited to watch them in the future and be in the, in the stands as loud as Maya Washington screaming and cheering. Welcome to Husky Heights, where we talk about all things University of Washington women's gymnastics. I'm here with Kaya and Krista, and we're so lucky to have UW gymnast Amara Cunningham here with us. First, I want to let our audience know all of your accomplishments. So you have hit 122 out of 122 routines in your college career. That's 100% for anyone who couldn't do that math. (laughs) Very impressive. Career high, 9.925 on vault career high 9.975 on floor, which means that one judge awarded a 10, Pac-12 Specialist of the Week two times, and named to the academic honor roll multiple times. So the UW gymnastics season just ended. In the last episode, we recapped the first round of regionals. Since then, UW competed in the regional finals, but did not advance. Overall, UW had a very successful season, finishing in the top 16 for the first time since the 2020 season. So first question for you, Amara, what were the team's goals going into the postseason? We try, honestly, we talked about goals a lot throughout the year. Um, But when we got to postseason, we kind of switched our approach going into goals because in the beginning of the year, we were kind of going more like stick this amount of dismounts, hit these amount of routines. But we kind of found that wasn't really working for us. So the one goal that we really had going into postseason was just to end on empty. And we didn't really have a goal of making the Sweet 16 or making it to nationals, but instead kind of just to end with a smile on our face, knowing that we did everything we could do. Um, and we really saw that come out the last two meets of the season. So we were super, super happy with whatever happened, honestly. Yeah, and it was very exciting for us watching at home, too. <laughs> Should have seen our group chat. We were going nuts. <laughs> we were going nuts too on the floor. Too. Oh, yes, I'm sure. So speaking yeah. of which, what was it like upsetting Auburn and Southern Utah to finish second in the regional semifinal? I don't even know if I have words yet. I feel like I still haven't even processed that I'm like no longer a gymnast and still living in like the fantasy of of last weekend. Um, but like leaving that meet, everyone was just so proud of one another. And like we said, we didn't really go in with like, a goal of beating the top two teams, but we really never thought that it was going to be possible. And we worked so hard the entire year. So like, we know, we knew we could do it, but just leaving that arena, it felt so good. And we saw everybody on Twitter too, is celebrating us. And we feel like we deserve that more and more. So it was really nice to like, see that we were finally noticed and that we could, we were possible of making the sweet 16. Absolutely. Yeah. Twitter was definitely very happy for all of you. So that was, that made us happy too, because we love the team so much. And to finally see Twitter realizing how amazing all of you are was great too. So you mentioned that the team really wanted to end on empty. Mm -hmm. Um, So how did you prepare for the regional final after that phenomenal meet to make it there? We just like had some fun, honestly. Like we went into the gym the day after the first round And we just did a walkthrough and we just like kind of similar to the way that we left the the meet the night before we just stood there and we were like, we made it and we made it this far and we upset a team. So we just want to come in here and have fun. So we kind of went in with the same mindset that we went in with night one. Um, And unfortunately, it wasn't our greatest meet of the season, uh, but we were still happy that we kind of gave it our all no matter what. 
Yeah, I definitely saw just making that meat as being the reward in and of yeah. itself. So yeah, I hope exactly. at least you guys weren't really feeling the pressure and were yeah. able to just enjoy it. Yeah. It's really great. So what do you think the team should learn from this postseason and to take into future seasons? Honestly, like never doubt yourself and never doubt the rest of the team. Um, and one thing that we also say a lot is just like trust one another. So like even though the first night didn't go perfectly, we knew that we could count on the next person up in lineup to go up there and do their best. And clearly that really helped us. And I think even the way that we ended on floor, that isn't normal what two did in that routine and going out of bounds twice, but every single one of us didn't have a single doubt on the rest of the lineup. And especially Kennedy, who is newer in floor lineup, we like had all of our trust in her going into that last routine. And I I don't know, we just, we love on one another. And I think that that's a really big thing to carry on into future teams and just first start out with that team chemistry and that trust and then kind of carry on from there. Absolutely. So it hasn't been that long, but how's life been since regionals and what's it been like? Like I said earlier, like I, I still am not realizing that I'm like never going to do gymnastics again and never going to compete for UW again. Um, But this week has been weird, but also feels really good just to like end my career so strong. Um, I already got a job, which is weird because I've literally never had a job in my entire life. (laughs) And it's like a super chill job before I start school in August. But it's just, it's weird. I mean, I went in yesterday to UW to go lift and I walked in and everyone's like, oh my God, what are you doing here? And I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing here? Like I go to my locker, like everything's like going to be normal in a week and I'm going to be going back to practice, but it's, it's been great. It's been weird, but it's been great. We heard a little bit about your recruiting process when you were on a YWCA panel with Dominique Dawes. And for those of you who may not know, can you walk us through your recruiting process? Yeah, so I was actually committed to Temple University in Philadelphia for about four years in high school. Um, Absolutely love Umi, and I pretty much committed to that school because of her. And then really late in my senior year, I think the week before JO Nationals, I heard that Umi was leaving Temple and going to Rutgers. Um, So going to that week of Nationals, I really just had an open mind and wasn't fully set on Temple, even though I had signed my my letter of intent and Elise happened to reach out to me pretty much after I chucked a one and a half on vault and was like, would you be interested in coming out to the university of Washington and looking at the school? So I just, like I said, I, I kept an open mind and went out. And the second I set foot on campus, I knew that I wanted to go there. And I also really never thought that I had um, the gymnastics or the ability to go to a school as highly ranked as a Pac-12 school but when I like I said when I had this opportunity I had to follow through and it's the best decision I've ever made. So you talked about stepping foot on campus and feeling like it was the right place what stood out to you specifically about UW? Probably the balance between academics and athletics. Um, I always knew that I wanted to go on to grad school so looking at academics was just as important as looking at the athletic community and the gymnastics team so hearing UW in one of the top universities uh, in the country and having such a highly athletic community, not only with gymnastics, but other sports, basketball, football, all the above. Um, It was just perfect. And I also do think if it weren't for UW, I would have really never left the East Coast. And I'm really happy that it gave me the opportunity to move around the country and, and show me what else is out there. Speaking of academics, UW is a very academically rigorous school. 
Mm-hmm. And we were wondering what kind of academic support does the department offer athletes? Yeah, everything you need. I mean, I tell this to recruits when they come, but like that group of people is there to help you with anything. So they can help you find classes. They can help you with tutoring. And they're there just constantly for support. Um, and they truly do support every single athlete because they want us to succeed. And they know also that sports isn't going to carry you through the rest of your life. So if you do want to go off and do something else outside of your sport after college, they're there to guide you through that process. So you've been through a few coaching changes at Washington. What has that mm-hmm. been like? It's been a lot to say the least. Um, I am grateful for every single coach that I have had here, even with the ups and downs, but through the different coaching staffs and different people that I've got to to meet throughout the five years, I've learned so much. Um, and I could not be happier that I got to end my gymnastics career with the current coaching staff, Jen, Cody, and Jeffrey. Um, they've been super, super amazing and have really like taught me to love this sport again. And also just like cherished me as a person, which I feel like is not super common in the world of gymnastics. I feel like a lot of coaches think gymnastics and scores first and then life after gymnastics and academics and well-being second. And I really think that this coaching staff switches that and makes sure to prioritize you as a person before prioritizing you as a gymnast, which is really amazing. And I, I don't think many people experience that. So I'm super grateful for them. That's really great to hear. And based on all of that, what do you wish you'd known as, or what do you wish you knew as a freshman? Probably it gets better. I think everyone (laughs) kind of struggles their freshman year, whether you're an athlete, a student, (laughs) literally anything. It's, it's, you move away from home from the first time you don't have your parents to do anything for you. Um, And I remember constantly hearing the girls that were older than me, like Nellie and Ev and Maya, they constantly told me freshman year, they're like, it gets better, Amara. Like you just give it a little bit of time. And I was like, when does it get better? But they were true. They were right. And I'm, I wish that I like knew that myself my freshman year, because I really did struggle, but they were a hundred percent right. And it will always get better. So back in 2020, as we mentioned, the gym dogs were ranked 11th before the season was cut short. What was Mm -hmm. it like having the season cut short? I don't even know if I have words to describe COVID hitting it's kind of similar to like how we felt two weeks ago but it was just so sudden to where it felt like everything was kind of ripped away from us all at once and because it was our best season it was super super hard to understand that and losing that class of seniors too was really really hard for the team because they were one amazing group of seniors and really not to never got to finish their career the way that they wanted and I think like Obviously, I'm very happy that I got to do my fifth year because of COVID, but in some ways I'm like, they should be the class that gets that extra fifth year before like I do, because I still got full seasons after that, but the way that their gymnastics career was cut so sudden and during such an amazing year, I think is something that I myself and that class as well will never get over. But overall, it really made me appreciate like, and realize that everything is not promised Um, and the next day is not promised. So it taught me to like appreciate every single practice and every single meet like it was my last. Yeah, I know the the gym internet has strong feelings about that 2020 Mm -hmm. class not getting to take another year. So I'm I'm glad that you were able to. I know. Yeah. 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 
So after the season getting cut short in 2020, you had a breakout mm-hmm. year as a junior in 2021. And that was a pretty difficult year for most people, but you, mm-hmm. you really seemed to thrive. You made the all Pac-12 floor team and even beat UCLA at their best mm-hmm. event with a 9925 on floor. So what was that year like for you? I think a lot of gymnasts don't really benefit from long breaks, but I feel like I'm the complete opposite. And it's it's hard for like coaches to trust that. But even when I come back from a break as short as a week after Christmas break, like that's when I feel my best. So getting that four months of doing nothing but relaxing by the pool and just chilling was great for my body and great for my mind to kind of get a little break from gymnastics. So I think that that's why I felt so good heading into my junior year and why it really, the break really paid off during that season and during that preseason. And hopefully you'll be getting a nice break before you you start PT school as well. (laughs) Yeah, that's the goal. (laughs) You've attended a lot of events like the Athlete Leadership Summit. So for us fans who don't know much about that, what was that like and what does it involve? It just feels like an honor to be able to represent UW and UW Gymnastics in those types of events and I love to just be able to talk about my story and talk about the team and how far we've come in the past few years um and I also just realized that like without gymnastics I would never have these types of opportunities to do honestly any of this like even last summer me and my roommate were like chosen to go to Japan to lead some camp and I feel like that's something that I would have never heard of without gymnastics so just like little things like that have really helped guide a path to different opportunities. That's awesome. So you mentioned that camp in Japan as well. Have have there been any other events that you've gotten to do in addition to that? Um, I did an athlete ally leadership summit. I don't know if that's one that you were talking about in the beginning. I did that last summer in Miami with one rower and one softball player, which was awesome. Um, Super fun and super inspirational. And also I just love meeting other athletes from other sports because I feel like we don't do that enough um there's always BSA I have I haven't been able to join any of those meetings but Dia Moody uh went last year and it was in Houston and she absolutely loved that so we were trying to get some more UW gymnasts on that I don't know if there's anything else a few panels here and there and just NIL opportunities but those are probably the biggest ones awesome I still remember when senior night I guess last season Mm -hmm. and we all thought that you and Brenna were done and it came out say was it like April or May that you announced your fifth year yeah I think it was April I think it was right after regionals last year I want to say okay yeah Yeah, it was before I it was before I'd been able to compile my favorite Amara photos for your senior (laughs) post so thank you for giving me another year although now I have to do it (laughs) of course yeah so we were just wondering what made you decide to take a fifth year was it always in the plan after Mm -hmm. COVID or was it a decision that came later on? I don't think it ever came to my mind that I would take a fifth year. Um, I think like a mix of like my body hurting and just becoming old. And like, I always knew that I wanted to go to grad school. So I feel like I always had a plan of applying right after my senior year. But once we got the new coaches and once I figured out a fifth year was an option, I always was like, hmm, like maybe it it won't hurt to do another year and spend another year uh, in Seattle. So that I would say it kind of came to my mind beginning of senior year um and actually the entire season my senior year I I knew that I was coming back so like in some ways I had to like fake like everything was my last but like I was also like I get another year with all these people so 
it was like nice knowing that that wasn't it but I still like got to appreciate every single moment because like I said like not every single day is is expected and earned so that's really cool that you kind of had that secret in the back of your mind and <laughs> yeah. of course now we, a lot of us are always like speculating oh well, yeah like they say they're done but we don't right. really know are they really yeah <laughs> most people do like, know but yeah yeah same with like Geneva I was like is she really done? <laughs> and then she came back. And, I mean, yeah. it's really exciting. It's an exciting time of year, but of course we're always, uh, we're always totally okay when people are like, I'm done, you know, or yeah. it's really difficult. So yeah. It's really awesome that you came back and how do you feel your role has evolved in your fifth year? Um, I feel like I just kind of have grown into that like leadership position more and more. I think Jen has been super helpful with that and has always like offered tips to be that leader on the team. Um, and I also try to like, I'm not a very confrontational person at all. So I really try to lead by example instead of like constantly saying things or calling people in or calling people out in the gym, but instead just showing people like, if you do work hard, it will pay off. And I think a lot of the team has really picked up on that and you can even see it like every single day in practice. Like everyone is working so, so hard and is doing it for the person next to them and not just for themselves. Um, so that's really what I wanted to portray this year to my team and to everybody. So what does the fifth year look like at UW? Like um, what kind of classes did you take and mm-hmm. how did that all work? Yeah, there are a bunch of different things like paths that you can take during a fifth year I did a post back so me and Brenda did a post back where you have already graduated but you are pretty much taking classes in order to remain eligible um and I was lucky that those classes were still covered by my scholarship and I could take classes that were prerequisites for grad school so I kind of just used this year to finish up those prereqs um and then you have options like Hadley who did her master's or your doctorate or law school or whatever you want to do in that extra year. Um, So yeah, there are many options. I thought about maybe doing PT this past year, but just wanted to fully be able to enjoy and like not be studying 24 seven. So it was, I kind of consider it a gap year with an extra gymnastics season because school definitely wasn't too hard this year and was way more laid back than in my four years of undergrad. That's really nice that you were able to kind of enjoy yeah. the gymnastics a lot <laughs> yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. So this is obviously a great season for you. You recently had a career high 9975 on senior night. What did that feel like to reach that accomplishment? It was an amazing night. I'd probably put it in probably top five nights of my life. Um, but like going into senior night, so many people were like, this is a night, like get a 10, get a 10. And I can't stand like I hate it when people say that because I'm like it's all I'm thinking about so I like really tried to ignore people even when people would say it I'm like yeah 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 but like I don't want to put that much pressure on myself especially like one I know this is probably the one night where judges would throw that 10 so I don't want to be like you have to get it because then I'm just putting more pressure on myself and thinking of all the mistakes that I can make so I really just had fun that night and I think every single person was having fun and like the tears and the laughs that night were unmatched and I feel like that's why I had one of the best routines that I've ever done so I really just never tried to think about scores going into any sort of meet um and just gave it my all 
I feel like that must be necessary as a Washington gymnast because you never know what those judges are going to throw out. Yeah, There's been so many times where we thought you would get a 10 and you didn't. And so it's just like you ultimately can't control what the judges throw out there. So that's and like it does matter. We always say this. I'm like, it matters the leotard that you have on. Like there are so many schools that will get 10s for teams that aren't 10s. And then you have your UW gymnasts who have flawless routines week in and week out and we'll never get the same scores that other schools get so I kind of always have that in my mind and I'm like they're not going to give me a 10 and if they do it's a bonus and if they don't I'm used to it so it's okay yeah one of them did <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah do you um so we've talked about this a lot like on on the podcast and also mm-hmm. just in our little chat about Washington home scoring and how we're kind of kind of get the double whammy of being like judged harshly at home uh, at least in comparison mm-hmm. to the overall landscape yeah uh, at least compared to other schools not that it's like unfair but just that it's like not the same as other schools necessarily like mm-hmm. they're taking the deductions but they're not taking deductions at our schools right and then we talked about how like we get you know also those same deductions like at away meets and stuff and <laughs> yeah. so how do you feel that changes things on the team I mean I know you mentioned like you just go into it not thinking about the score but mm-hmm. um like how, how do you go into that and then also like what do you think needs to change to make the sport more fair yeah it is super frustrating I think that's one of the most frustrating things about the sport is how subjective it is and the team that you are the name that you have matters and I think in the beginning of the year I was way more frustrated with scores than I ever have been I think this year was much worse than past years. I think we've seen so many tens that aren't tens um, and so many good routines from smaller schools that deserve nine, 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 five, tens and are getting nine sevens. And I feel like at a point I, I and the rest of the team kind of had to start ignoring it because it, it will like flat out ruin a meet if we're continuing to look at scores and just be confused. And it also affects the person that goes up next. So like when we see Brenna do a perfect routine and go nine, seven, five, and we're all like flailing arms in the air and rolling eyes, like that affects the person going up because they see us doing that. So I would say about halfway through the season, we were like, we need to stop paying attention. And like, as hard as it actually is, like much easier said than done. We kind of realized like, as long as we walk away from the meet happy, that's what really matters. And we know at this point that we're not going to get the one ninety seven sevens that other team are getting for similar meets that we were having. So yeah just put it in the back of your mind and try to have a good time is what we what we continue to say and then for making it better I just think there needs to be a complete reset and like restart of the judges like I don't know what is happening down in the SEC but that scoring is just like it makes me think that judges are like getting paid behind the like it just some of it is a little bizarre so I think that um people that are gymnasts now, like people my age need to start to get into judging and start over with that fair scoring. And it's hard because I feel like people will probably hate us for giving those schools decent scores, the scores they deserve, but it has to be done at some point if we want to see the scores get better. Especially for the advancement of the sport and for fans to take the sport more seriously. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's hard because I feel like it's also put on gymnasts a lot and it's never yeah. the gymnast's fault. Like yeah. it was sad seeing Trinity Thomas say like, oh, that wasn't a 10 because she knows that herself. But like now people are hating on her because of something that somebody else did. So I just I hate to see that. And I really hope that it does get fixed. 
going back to your consistency and your 122 over 122 uh, stat. So you're really well known. And I don't know if you know that. So you're really well known as a consistency queen. Um, you are in the consistency queen fantasy draft list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so how do you maintain that consistency for five years? Um, I feel like I try not to not to think about it and like honestly before this past year I tried not to even say it because I was like I don't want to jinx it but I just have fun and in the gym I really try to do um quality over quantity I think a lot of people like like to do more routines and get those numbers in but I know if I do one floor routine a day and one vault a day and they all look the same every single day it's probably gonna look the same during the weekend too and I just try not to like get too nervous and really treat it as like a fun competition routine rather than like you need to stick this you need to be perfect here so I just kind of rely on what I've done the past four years and practice every single day and like know that it's just one more routine and like just because I'm raising my arms or doing it in front of a crowd I'm not going to change the way that I've done gymnastics over the past five years so like why would it change that night you know it just sounds like it comes so naturally to you as well like <laughs> because I'm sure there's lots of people who intend to do that but you just are so consistent like you just you yeah. just know when Amara is up you can rely on you know your scores being high and your landings being really well controlled yeah. and all that so yeah um, I feel like if I was on if I competed Beamer bars it probably wouldn't be that sad um but I just got lucky that the two events that I'm like consistent and confident on, I also am good at. So I got lucky there. Fair. <laughs> so um, you recently tweeted 122 over 122 hit routines in my collegiate career. Never missed a floor or vault lineup in my five years. No, never fell. Started from the bottom, was literally called dirt. And now we're here. I was just wondering if you wanted to comment on that. Um on what you meant by that yeah definitely can definitely won't say names just because I don't want to be a part of that but I think if I were to explain it really quick um the coaches that I had my freshman year and I love some of them and I didn't love some of the others but I just felt like I wasn't fully believed in um and they always told me they're like we recruited you for a reason but I just didn't seem to get that same support that I get from the current coaches. And this was like from day one, I feel like I was just, and not just me, but probably a lot of other um, of my teammates just felt mistreated and unsupported. And I think in a gymnastics environment where the sport is already hard and you're already a freshman moving away from your family, it was just not a fantastic environment to thrive in. Um, And it was hard because I was actually called dirt at the end of my freshman year season, which was just a little crazy to me because I had a consistent freshman year. Like it wasn't like I came in here and did nothing for the team. So hearing that was just like, I don't know, it was hard. And I, at the end of my freshman year, to be honest, I didn't know if I was going to stay at UW. Um, So that kind of came up in a conversation where I had discussed maybe transferring, but for some reason I stayed and I'm very happy that I stayed, but yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Wow. Um, I'm kind of speechless. Like that's <laughs> obviously completely undeserved and um, reprehensible. Like I just, yeah, it's really disturbing, especially 
like no one deserves that obviously and especially um I mean no one deserves that period there's really no yeah. other thing to say uh what do you think you could have could have helped during that time to help you work through that that you didn't have honestly support from the coaches was the biggest thing because I had support from everybody else I had support from my parents and my teammates and my friends um but the coaches are the ones who are pretty much your boss at the time like you are being paid to be there for them and to do gymnastics for them so knowing and hearing that I wasn't good enough for them was like enough to completely knock down my self-esteem and make me not want to be there so like 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 I could have the support from everyone in the world but my boss and my coach and I immediately think that I'm not enough so I think just like a little switch hearing like you're good enough or you're you're trying like we see it we see the effort from you would have really made that difference and I feel like I just needed to hear maybe once or twice but unfortunately that wasn't the case my freshman year and it did get better um over the past few years but as a freshman when you're already struggling you you need to hear that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was there anyone like in the department you could go to for support or like anyone above the coaches who were available to you at the time yeah but they there was not much help yeah I feel like that's it's also hard because those coaches did produce winning teams and that's what compliance and the school is looking for so obviously I don't want to like say too much but as long as the team looks good from the outside I think that's all people care about and that's what was happening so yeah we we tried to get help and we tried to let people know but at the time people didn't really care well thank you for sharing that with us and yeah of course obviously like we wanted to have you on here to you know share what you're comfortable sharing because Mm -hmm. we want the sport to get better and you know we we see the things that are said online and we follow you know we know things are going on of course (laughs) and so we just yeah we want people to know so that things can change basically it's really what it is um so going back to our questions we're almost done um so were there any skills that you trained either in level 10 or in college that you didn't compete on vault I did a one and a half um I only competed it maybe five times but also in JO when you get the two vaults I would do one full and then do one one and a half just to kind of play it safe and I practiced that a little on and off my freshman and sophomore year but always just decided to compete the full because it was more consistent and I can find the landing easier and yeah I just did not want to risk falling for myself and for the team um and then on floor I practiced a full in which I absolutely love and I think I want to go back into the gym one day and just do one just to cap it off but that I never competed just because of the reason for the double salto um I think it was my junior no my sophomore year I was supposed to do a full in and then front through to double tuck my second pass, but just with endurance and stuff, I wasn't ready by the time we hit season. So I just, I think our first meet was at Michigan. I literally just chucked the routine that I do now because we needed someone else on floor. And then it just kind of stayed because it's hard to train anything new during season. Like usually you have about three, two to three practices per week 
Um, so it's not enough time to like kind of tweak routines and change them up that often. Gotcha. That's cool though that you did a full in. I miss having a full in in the EW lineup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully there will be some more ease next year. I know Jeffrey wants to get some more in the floor lineup. Yeah. Which would be awesome. For sure. Which was your favorite UWO to compete in? Ooh. That's a really hard question. You can have a I, few. I loved the Suzlo Leo this year. Like, I think that's one of the most beautiful Leos. I feel like it didn't show as well on like TV as it did in person because you the, the purple was super dark. But I'm trying to even go through. Hold on. Let me look at my pictures and see. I d- there's definitely another one, but I just can't think of it right now. Oh, I don't know why I love this one so much, but the Mighty Are the Women. Yes. This one, I loved it. And it was like super throwback, but it was probably the most comfortable Leo I ever put on. And I thought it looked really good. And I just love the Mighty Are the Women on the back. I thought it was the perfect touch and it's like plain enough, but it still looked really good. So I'd probably put that in my second. Yeah, it was- I- I love that one too. <laughs> yeah, it was a really nicely done, like Jersey looking Leo without yeah. it like being too in your face. Yeah. I loved it. And I like we almost wore it again at Texas Women's, but everyone was like, no, there's not enough sparkles. But I'm like, I love it. Sometimes <laughs> sparkles aren't the you don't need to throw up sparkles on a on a Leo, but yeah. That's actually funny that that was a reason not to wear it. I just feel like in like five years, we'll be like, why were we putting so many sparkles <laughs> yeah. on the guitar? they get heavy too mm-hmm. like you pick it up and you're like oh this actually is right and like the the rhinestones on the arm when it's mesh is itchy because mm-hmm. you just feel the rhinestones on your arm i would rather have something that's like sleek and comfortable does you i don't uh, think you'd has any with the rhinestone like cuff those are awful yeah i don't think so uh, or the rhinestone choker oh, we had one a few years ago that had a rhinestone choker and I literally like I would do a routine and then immediately like unclasp it in the back because I'm like I had to like stand there like pulling it off my neck because I can't breathe they don't stretch like once you put the rhinestones it just doesn't stretch and they're so close together that there's no fabric in between them to stretch yeah it's a lot all the ones that Jen have designed though have been so amazing and like I feel like in my three years I got like three new Leos and then this year it's like five new Leos so it's like it's been so amazing to be able to like put on a different Leo for every single meet that's good to hear that it like translates to like yeah good feelings because yeah it yeah. does it's yeah fun <laughs> it's fun for us to see new Leos so. yeah. yeah I think it was like the 2021 season I don't were there any new ones that year was that was that right after COVID yeah yeah um Bailey did design a few and they were okay. They were one of them we wore this year. It's like almost all black and like look almost looks like a spider web. That one oh, I like. Yeah. We, we call yeah. it Catwoman. I do like that one. That one's super comfortable. And then the one that's like crisscross and ombre. The ozone the... one or the GK one? I can find a picture of it. Let me see. Okay, it's like I so specific. It's, <laughs> it's the like the crisscross. Yeah. this one. This one. The yellow stripes. Yeah. That one I like too. I think those were the two new ones we got that year. Okay. So it seems like GK. Like, are there, are some of them more comfortable than others, like brand wise? 
I do really like GK. Um, I also really like Aaron, the ones with the skylines on the back. Those are super comfortable. I honestly would say Ozone are probably my least favorite to wear. I think they're beautiful, but they don't stretch as much. The one that we have that has like the strappy back that says Washington is mm. beautiful, but it's honestly really uncomfortable. It's just like there's no stretch to it at all. And like getting it over your like torso takes a good 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But it looks good once it's on. Yeah, it does look really good. That's a really good one too. I, like yeah. Washington has been like slaying the Leo game. Like, mm-hmm. I, like there's no bit, there hasn't been any. Most teams have a Leo that it's just like, oh my gosh, what were they thinking? And that like <laughs> yeah. hasn't happened with Washington yeah. in a long time. So yeah. I think the team's doing really good. <laughs> we have good colors to work with, which is always nice. Like I'm yeah. happy we're not green and yellow. No, <laughs> yeah, sure. So um, we know what your plans are after gymnastics but mm-hmm. you want to just share kind of what your ambitions are and your plans yeah yeah I'm going to the University of Southern California to get my doctorate of physical therapy starting in August um it's a three-year program so I'll be down there for a while um and it's nice because a lot of that time is like clinical work so I'll actually be in the hospital or in the office working um but yeah super excited so cool. Is there any specific type of PT you want to do? I honestly, at this point, I have no idea. I feel like the past few years, I have been saying that I don't want to do athletics um, just because I've been in it my entire life and kind of want something new. But the more that I'm like now like veering away from athletics, the more I kind of want to go back to it because I already miss it. And I also just think like athletes are way more like aware of their bodies and can do so much more that I feel like that's like the level of patience that I have but we'll see I think in PT school you're required to do kind of rounds in like every sort of um location so like geriatric pediatric hospitals athletics so like I will have time to like see what I actually want to do but right now I have no idea cool you have time to figure it out and congrats like USC that's such an amazing school thank you and I'm sure looking forward to the sunshine as well (laughs) yeah I'm ready to get out of Seattle (laughs) I absolutely love it here but I'm ready I'm ready to leave yeah maybe don't blame me there especially yeah coming from well New York but at least New York has more sunny days than Seattle yeah it does but it's cold so like I feel like after this too I'll really be able to tell like where I want to live like if I want seasons if I just want warmth or if I want to live in the depressed state of Seattle. <laughs> um, are you going to have a car down there and everything? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I just got, um, I just got a new car cause I was leasing my car just cause I didn't know how long I'd be in Seattle for. So I just bought a new one and then I'll probably be driving that down to um, LA and like with all my stuff in the car. Nice. And you can still go to UW gymnastics meets at UCLA (laughs) it is actually I'm not gonna lie it's part of the reason why I chose uh oh that's so cool I want to be able to support them and I think it would be much harder doing that from the other side of the country and also I want to be able to come to meets like alumni alumni night and even like football games like alumni um weekend and it would just be much easier obviously being on this coast and being able to just fly up and also watch them at UCLA for I guess two years or one year until they're out of the pact. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, that's true. I keep forgetting about that. It's so weird to think about UCLA not being in the pact 12. Like, I know, but I, I feel like for convenience sake, 
they'll still compete with Pac-12 teams. Yeah. 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 I agree. It just will suck that, like, they're not going to be, like, in Pac-12 champions together and, like... Yeah. I don't know how that's going to work with Big Ten having now 11 teams, but I guess I'll figure (laughs) it out. Or how many 13? I don't even know how many teams. Yeah, we've been talking about that. Like, are they going to... Like, if one of the teams that they add to the Pac-12... Like, it looks like the ones that they're considering don't have gymnastics programs, which is, like, a huge bummer. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I wish they were to create another school with gymnastics, but we'll see. They've been doing it with a few, so. Um, I would love if Wazoo had a team just so that we could have, like, a direct rival. I think Texas would be a really, really good school. I think there needs to be a D1 program in Texas. And, like, USC would be nice. Yeah. So I, I can agree. go to those meets. <laughs> I agree. I went to Cal State Fullerton and they had okay. a program like while I was there and then it uh-huh. got eliminated while I was there, mm-hmm. which is like a huge bummer. And I, like, I remember UCLA, the UCLA team came up, like Nancy Lucan came up to like try to fundraise and like save the uh-huh. program and they couldn't. And it's like so sad. Like yeah, basically like the, the bad outcome of like what happened to Alaska, like yeah. but it was right after 2008 and all that. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish like more of the California schools had programs. Yeah. It's always so sad to see schools get rid of it. Like even with our men's team, they are so good and they don't get nearly yeah. enough credit because now they're just a club team and yeah. they like work so hard to be able to fund. Um, but it's super sad. And even like UIC, like Elisa and I were teammates and like seeing that I'm super thankful that she ended up at Missouri, but it yeah. just sucks that you're like wiping that career away from so many people. Yeah, it really is. I hope the sport, I mean, it seems like sports making a good turnaround and yeah. um, hopefully can continue to grow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are all the questions that we had. Was there anything like we didn't mention that you wanted to talk about? I guess maybe my future gym dog teams, I feel like they're just going to continue to grow and I'm so excited to watch them in the future and be in the, in the stands as loud as Maya Washington screaming and cheering. <laughs> So I'm super excited as I'm not going to be on the floor anymore, but I'll definitely be there and be noticed and be loud. That's awesome. What has it been like in the postseason? Like since you touched on it a little bit earlier, but like, what's this type of time of year like for the team? Are you still practicing? Or are you just kind of like relaxing, taking some time off? How's that work? So it's, it's kind of varied over my five years. Normally we would get, about two weeks off and you can kind of do whatever during those two weeks you can go home if you want you can just stay in Seattle and relax it's hard because school is obviously still in session so if you need to go to classes it's pretty hard to leave Seattle um I think this year they they went one week with nothing and then I think they're starting to like lift this week but not do gymnastics until next um but yeah it is super relaxing and we're honestly like encouraged to not even think about gymnastics which is nice because all year we're thinking about gymnastics and practice the next day. So it's nice to like be able to like be a normal person for a week or two and fully relax. And it's also perfect that it like lands when nationals is normally. So like, I'm so excited to watch the meets and be fully invested and not have my own heart beating. Cause it's not my, it's not my job anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually going to be there. I'm really excited. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. I nice. decided to make it out since there's three Pac-12 teams going. I'm yeah. rooting for them. But is there, super are, fun. Are there any like friends or teams or gymnasts that you're kind of rooting for? 
honestly Kentucky I have uh one friend on that team and like I said Chad is there now and I just I love to see an underdog make it and especially an upset so I'm definitely rooting for Kentucky um Elisa from Missouri is going to be on beam there as much as I wish it was Kennedy I'm also very very happy for Elisa um yeah and obviously all the Pac-12 schools I think if I had to choose one it'd probably be Cal yeah not that I'm biased but I love Cal and they're super supportive um and we don't see that from a lot of teams but like at home meets they're like cheering for us which we always love to see for another team so I'd probably say Cal that's so cool yeah I'm rooting for Cal too just like they've never won a national championship and similar to UW so yeah um yeah it's been exciting to see how well like all the Pac-12 has done mm-hmm. this year just everyone finishing in the top 21 and yeah um and hopefully we'll be in nationals in the future <laughs> I hope so and if they are I will definitely be there yeah for sure yeah thank you so much for joining us Amara we really appreciate your time and good luck to you in PT school thank you